This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. What is up, y'all? How y'all doing? What's up? What's up? My name is Nick Rochelle. And I am Carla Rochelle. And we are a married couple. I want to welcome y'all to our podcast, Let's Be Brutally Honest. How you doing today, baby? You know, I'm chilling. I had a great weekend, so I feel like I'm on chill mode. Okay, how did your weekend go, Gary? What happened your weekend during the weekend? I had a little date night weekend. (laughs) You know, it was popping or whatever. She was giving what she was supposed to give. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, um, definitely, definitely. um, Because, you know, me and Carla, we've been together for seven years. So it's like we think it's important, especially the, the type of work we do. You know, we're we're dealing with couples all the time. We're always watching and speaking on couples. And it's like, we don't want to get so lost in that world that we forget about ourselves. We're also really focused on, you know, the the climb out of the rat race, as some people may say. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you can get so lost in doing so much work that you don't pay attention to your romantic relationship. And it's like, really, (laughs) my main motivation for all the shit that I do is for the both of us. Yeah. Just thinking about, you know, where we were back then and in the beginning and just climbing out of that shit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so the date weekend, it was really nice. We did a lot of cool things. We actually vlogged the experience. We don't vlog all of our date nights, but um, we did vlog this one uh, just so we can speak on the importance of continuing to date your person. And um, actually, something interesting happened when we were uh, we were living downtown or we stayed downtown at a hotel. And who did we bump into, Huntis? Who did we bump into? At Publix. Oh, Lord. Yeah, we done bumped into my ex. We bumped into her mom at Publix. I felt so cringe. So either way, um, we had to return Okay, so yeah, so we had we decided that we was gonna um, have seafood, and somebody actually told us they was like, after you're sick, they was like, seafood is the best thing that you can eat or crab legs or whatever. <laughs> so I was like, honey, we finna test out this theory, <laughs> honey. We didn't went to Publix, and the guy was trying to show out, and he didn't season the stuff too salty, so we had to take the shrimp back. And um, my ex-mom was working at customer service. Actually, she wasn't standing up there when we walked in. And um, she was like, "Uh, can I help you? (laughs) And y'all, let me tell you, before she get into it, I noticed a change in Carla's body language after a while. And I'm like, what's happening? But go ahead. Yeah, so um, she looked at the receipt and um, she was like, she said, we seasoned it for you. And I said, yes. And she said, did you tell them how you wanted it? And we said, yes. No, no, it ain't we. Because at the end of the day, when she was questioning you like that, I was wondering, why is Carla 
answering her like a little girl or something like why is she answering her like that because i felt like the question she asked was kind of dumb and if i was the one dealing with her i would have been looking at her like she was dumb like why would you ask me this shit yeah why would i bring this shit back to you if i'm the one who seasoned it yeah and y'all have to understand you know that's the one thing i love the fact that nick is like from the midwest because it's like they just don't do all of that like you trying to be rude because when it come down to somebody in the south you know i've always heard like y'all too nice you know whatever so um when i was dealing with her see the thing is y'all my ex-mom actually hold up hold up did you oh i'm sorry my bad i'm sorry i thought you i thought you were saying something else i'm sorry <laughs> i'll tell you later oh, go ahead girl because you didn't do me I'm okay, like, you said your is- ex-mom my bad i was thinking about your actual mom i was like did you just call your mom your ex no but no it's just, okay go ahead okay though. yeah so <laughs> my ex um her mom is she reminds me a lot of my mom yeah that's just why. that so I don't know if y'all ever been around certain women that kind of be in the church or they act sadiddy. Um, and they tend to do this thing where if you're younger, they can make you feel like uncomfortable or intimidated. And I grew up with my mom doing that. It would just be situations like, say, for instance, if she knew who you were, if she saw you in public, she probably wouldn't even acknowledge you. She'll act like she didn't know you. Or if she really didn't, couldn't put her finger on it, she'll just be like, you look familiar, baby. Where I know you from? And it's like they have that stern tone with you that make you feel like you have to answer them. Like sunning you? Not necessarily sunning you. Or daughtering you? Yeah, it's more so of a... And I, I think it is because it's like you tend to just be like, okay... I'm just going to respect her. I'm not going to disrespect her. Um, So when I was dealing with her, I got really uncomfortable. And it's like, I hate being around women like that because even, like I said, my sister, her mother-in-law is like that. I don't like being around her. And it's this thing where they make you feel uncomfortable. And me, I would rather get quiet because I was like this with my mom. I was like, before, even before... I left my mom's home. I was like, before I disrespect her, I was like, let me just leave her house. It was one of those things like when you feel like you're going to get disrespectful, if you even have the thought of getting disrespectful, it's like, just leave because this is not going to be cute because they not going, you know, they not going to bag off. It's almost like they keep pushing at you. You remember how old you were when you left her house, your mom's house? I left my mom's house at 18 when I graduated. Yeah. So, um, either way, y'all, I'm dealing with my ex-mom and she's asking, like Nick said, these dumbass questions. Because if I'm telling you I'm bringing it back and I'm telling you um, he seasoned them, they are too salty. Why would you say we seasoned them for you? And did you tell them how you wanted them? And then I think it was at some point Nick stepped in and was like, honey, I guess he was just trying to show out and show us like he knew how to season. So then after she had already looked at the receipt, she ended up asking me, like, um, how did you pay for him? Like, but she had already saw it. 
And because I'm still in my mind frame, and at this point, Nick don't know that this is my ex-mom. <laughs> yeah. And I'm still, like, in my head, just like, okay, I just need to get through this transaction. So, um, she goes, how did you pay for him? And because I'm in my head, because I'm in my head, I kind of look at Nick because I'm kind of dazed. And she answers, my ex, her mom, answers the question before we can answer it and i'm sitting up here like like that's the stuff they do it's like they try to back you in a corner or it's like okay so which why did you even ask me if you knew the answer hold on did you just say which yes carla couldn't even call her a bitch I, well <laughs> you have so much respect because this is it <laughs> that's what i up. don't like disrespecting my elders yeah. you know it's like I still have respect for them. Mm -hmm. And I am one of those parents. I'm a firm believer in don't disrespect your parents. Yeah. You know, now, if you got a trifling parent or something like that, uh, I say try to get away from them before you disrespect them. But I don't like seeing people being disrespectful, like yeah. disrespectful to it. The reason to why elders. the reason why I said that is because you know I listen to Carla speak all the time, and if she's talking about somebody, oh, she'll throw the b word out real mm. quick. She'll call him a bitch real quick. I've never in the seven years of being with Carla heard her like talk like that and, and getting ready to drop the what was you you was about to say something like the bitch blah blah blah. blah. But she said the witch. I've never heard Carla do that before. <laughs> still respectful you, you know? are i can see it it's like ingrained in you it's instilled in yes. you and it's like it's still deep rooted in you yeah and me it's like i have respect for my elders too but like me living in st louis i it's like the type of women that carla is describing i didn't deal with that until i moved down south so when i moved down south uh to hinesville georgia and we started going to church that's when I started getting into contact with those type of women. And I really didn't like it. Like, I'm like, I didn't like how it felt like they was purposely trying to make me feel uncomfortable or trying to sun me or dart me. I don't know what the hell that is. And if y'all can relate, then y'all understand like what we're saying. Like you, you go ahead. I don't even know if I'm explaining it for them to understand, but y'all it's just those Southern women who it's like, they have this sternness about them and it's almost like they treat you like you're their mother figure. You know what I'm like? They're your mother figure. Yeah. And see me, my personality, I'm the type I told Carla because we was talking about it. I was like, like women like that. Like, I don't have issues with women like that. Like I get to a point where I don't want to necessarily call and say that I break them or anything like that. But if they make me try to make me feel uncomfortable or not even try because sometimes it's just in their nature because maybe they've been doing it so for so long they don't even realize what they do but if they do something to make me feel uncomfortable like carla said that um her sister's parents-in-law mother-in-law mm -hmm. does this thing where when she comes around the the mother-in-law she'll give this snooty look or look look you up and down mm -hmm. or like have her nose up or just try to make you feel uncomfortable like you are beneath mm -hmm. like maybe they have money or some shit like that but me my personality i'm the type where I'll, I'll bust it out like i'll i'll put a mirror to that shadow that they may not even know they have but like why are you staring at me like that you know or 
what what's what's up? Like what like I'll ask like, the question. Yeah, Nick, she'll be like, Why are you looking at me like that? Or yeah. she'll be like, What's happening right now? Like, why are you looking this at me why, up and down? Yeah. And see me, I'm just like, Oh Lord, she one of them type women. Like if I either if I don't have any business, I'm gonna be like, let me go and get away from them because I don't want to even feel like I'm about to get disrespectful in my spirit. <laughs> but I think, but the thing is, I'm because I'm trying to think like, how did I come into this type of person? I only dealt with one person in my life, one woman who made me feel uncomfortable when I was a kid, and um, it was my aunt, and my aunt. She was, you know how some people, they always have like one person in the family that's known as like the rich person. When you grow up and realize they weren't necessarily rich, they just had, you know, a little bit more money or they maybe were able to buy a few more toys than someone else. So, um, everybody in the family called them the, like the rich person. So I had an aunt who used to make me feel so uncomfortable because every time I would come around, she'd ask me questions that I didn't know how to answer or, you know, I just felt like I wasn't smart enough or able to keep up but then you know going through that whole situation with my mom we used to pray for like boldness mm -hmm. and um this the spirit of discernment mm -hmm. it's like i would be taken through so many tests and trials in my life that brought a lot of boldness out of me and now and babe you already can speak on it like when i go around that same aunt that i don't you've never got to experience what that energy felt like but you know what the energy is now when yeah. I go around her. Yeah. And it's not like that. It's mm -hmm. like once I was able to get over my aunt, no other woman, no other person, no man, no woman, nobody can make me feel like she used to make me feel. Yeah, it's probably so, that same feeling that I get. Yeah. And it's crazy because the women that normally gives that to me is normally a woman that is has been in the church. You know, they're yeah. really churchy. But in the crazy, my aunt, it's still, I don't know if it's the same vibe or not because my aunt, she wasn't like in the church. Still mm. ain't. You know, she's from St. Louis. So it's like it was maybe a different swag to it. But still, it was still something that made me feel uncomfortable. But one now, like I have the best relationship with that same aunt. Yeah, like, she cool. Yes, it's like that uncomfortable feel. I don't get it anymore. And it's probably because of the, the confidence, that energy that I bring to her. And if anything is said or made to make me feel uncomfortable, I call that shit. I remember one time <laughs> when I... um. Like when all the family and stuff started noticing me being a lesbian, I felt like they were talking about it behind my back because I'm like, I know they know that I'm gay because I look gay as hell, but no one has ever said anything to me about it. And I remember at my sister's graduation, um, she had a graduation party. Girl, I had got drunk. I had to been like young as hell, like 19 years old, like coming out of like my first year of college, really looking gay. Like the gayest I had ever looked, but I was drinking like because as a matter of fact, when uh, my little sister's dad came, because he was never around, but he was at the graduation. But when he came um, and he saw me for the first time in a long time, because he's not my dad, he uh, did this thing where he looked me up and down, and he was like, "Dang, shit, what's up?" He was like, "You look different." I said, what you mean different? Like, that was like me in the beginning stages. Mm -hmm. And I had got so drunk. Like, I, I only had like maybe about three beers. But at that time, like, <laughs> I'm younger. So, but I had got so drunk. 
And like I went off on my family, like my entire family, like the all the ones that were there. I was like, y'all see me. Ain't nobody ever asked me if I'm gay. Hey, yeah, I'm gay. Yeah, I'm gay. You know, I just went in on their ass. Honey, I would have been like the man on um, Color Purple. Time to go. But look, but look, but after I went off on them, like while I was going off on them, they was like, nah, Shell, like, nah, we ain't got no issue with it, Shell. Nah, like, you know, we ain't perfect ourselves. Like, when we had that conversation, it's, it's crazy how it had to be initiated. But once we had that conversation and I went in and showed them how big my little balls were, <laughs> it's like <laughs> I love ovaries. <laughs> it's like from that from then on, nothing but respect. And now that same respect is even passed down to my wife. Yeah. Like how was your experience? Like, first and foremost, explain the difference with your experience with your ex girl and me. Yeah, so um that was something that I was gonna touch on. Like the very first time I met my ex when I met her mom. So I had that uncomfortable feeling. So this is how I tend to work with people like that. It's kind of like I stay in my bubble. I don't do too much around them. And then if there's a moment where we relate or it's something that, you know, it's like we have something in common. Then it's kind of like at that point we can start talking and they realize, oh, this little girl, she actually got a head on her shoulders or, you know, she, you know, it's like whatever that thought is that they tend to kind of do about people, they tend to like not do it. But also what happens with me, because like with my ex, with her mom, we had this moment where one time my um, ex had to go to the hospital and um i think i had to call her mom it was pretty rough wasn't it yeah it was like i had to call her mom because and actually we were broken up at the time right mm -hmm. so it was like whoever she was hanging out with i was still in her phone as her contact person oh. so they end up calling me but i lived an hour away i'm like i'm not even there mm -hmm. so um i was like i can call her mom just so happened i still had her mom's num number and when i called her i was already like cringe i was like <laughs> how am i about to tell this woman but i was like it's about her child mm -hmm. so she gonna be concerned so um I think, I think, I don't know if I said Miss Janice. I probably used. You didn't say her name. I guess it oh, don't matter. Yeah. It don't matter. I don't know if I said her. I, I probably <laughs> called her Miss Janice or something <laughs> okay. like that. But um, I ended up telling her. Um, I was like, you know, this is Stephanie's friend. I said, I just got a call. Some, they told me she was in the hospital. So I was like, um, I'm not sure how soon you can get there. Mm. And she was like, it was going to take her a minute. So I told her I was an hour away. I said, if you want, I can, you know, head that way. And she asked me, yes. So we sitting in the hospital and I'm having this cringe moment because I'm just like, I already know how she feel about her daughter being gay. So I was just and then that's something else. Mm -hmm. If it's some type of discord, how they met you. Oh, they really be having these thoughts in their head. Mm -hmm. So it was like because that discord was there. I was like, Lord, this woman already got a whole issue with people, you know, living the gay life or whatever. So we were sitting there. She was doing that little snooty pooty stuff. 
So, um, finally, this guy walks in. I can't remember what was going on with him when he walked in the hospital, but I could tell me and her had the same thought because we both giggled and kind of tried to hold it in. Mm -hmm. And then, so, I end up saying something to her. I was just like, honey, he had a lot going on, didn't he? And she just was like, "Uh uh-huh. She started talking. So, that kind of lightened it. So, it's like with these people with me even if I have a moment where it lightened it like we had that moment where it was like it was lifted but if you ever get in a situation where it's stressful and they're being firm again it's almost like they'll treat you like a stranger all over again it's like it'll make you uncomfortable all over again because that's who they are so when I met Nick people for the first time I was gonna say real quick because like when we went into the store and Carla finally mentioned that that was her ex-mother. I was like, damn, she don't recognize her? Because she ain't, like, speak or acknowledge Carla, like, in that way. Mm-mm. She was respectful, in a sense, you know. Yeah, I told but, Nick, I said, I'm so glad I had this motherfucking mask on. <laughs> but she still, I'm like, she didn't know who you were, like. No, you got to push it down. Okay. So, I was like, I told Nick, I said, honey, I'm so glad I had that mask on. I said, because I already knew that situation would have went one or two ways. I said, if she would have looked at me and realized who I was, she wouldn't have acknowledged me. Because that's what they do. They won't acknowledge you, but then in their head, they will, or like, say, for instance, if she would have ran into her daughter, Mm -hmm. she'd have been like, I seen that little girl you used to, um, you know, that little girl who used to be your friend back in the day. They'll they'll say something like that. She wouldn't even acknowledge, like, that was your ex-girlfriend. She just would have been like, that girl you used to run around with. Remember that girl when you went to the hospital that Mm. time and she was there? She would have said something like that. Or if she didn't know who I was, she would have looked at me and she would have been like, baby, your face look familiar. Where I know you from? Mm. And it's one of them things where it's like, you feel obligated to answer. You don't want to lie. So I just would have been like, oh, I know your daughter, Stephanie. And then if I would have said that, she would have been like, uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh i just said her name too you said it before too oh, this is your second time saying so it. well it's all good yeah. so either way y'all when i met nick family though like completely different now i don't know if it helped that nick went off maybe they thought she was a little baby thug back in the day <laughs> back in the day and they was like well i want her to like do nothing crazy <laughs> But they were so sweet. Like, they really remind me of, you know, just some down-ass people, some down-to-earth-ass people. I remember I used to always, when I used to meet people that were either from up north or midwest, I used to be like, dang, why they so rude? Why they so rough around the edges? But we ain't. We just, like, to the point, but we're not, we're not rude like that. It's just Especially if we fuck with you. I think because down south, we tend to be so smiley and we speak. It's like when I run into... You know, people like that, they tend to just be like, what up? And that's because we deal with a lot more slick people. I don't know. You want to have slick people down south, too. but It's probably not as bad. Up there, it's a lot of scams, a lot of just different things that's going on. So it's like you don't want to open, be too open to begin with. Because as soon as you come in contact meeting with someone, they're already sizing you up, trying to see if there's any vulnerabilities, any way that they can get in. Yeah. So that's probably why. But... Once we get to know you and we f- fuck with your vibe, 
it's like you cool like and and that's the thing like my family when I get on the phone, especially with my cousins, they always be like, how your wife doing? Or even my aunts and my mom, they always like, how's Carla? Like, yeah. how's she? You know, how's, how's La Carla? <laughs> I'm serious. Carlos. Yeah. That's what your grandma called me. She's so sweet. My, yeah, my grandma called her Carlos. My mama, she said, oh, excuse me, y'all. Burping up seafood. Lord. Mm, mm, mom be mm, like, hi, mm, Carla. Mm. But, um, but yeah, it's like, uh, it's it's just respect. It's really that's really what it's about to me. That's the most important thing. And if I go into contact with you and you're trying to make me not if you I don't want to necessarily say you're trying. If you have this vibe to you where it's like like you you coming off as if you are bougie or a bum I'm like bitch sorry, I guess like, I don't care. But she, like, bitch, if you don't calm all that down, like why is you looking at me up and down? Or why is you asking me these questions? Like if she would have asked me that, I don't know how I would have responded. Well, I'm glad it was mean because I yeah. know how you would have responded. It's an ego like, thing, I think too. Yeah. Nick would have been on some would I be bringing them back if yeah. I see them? Yeah. She would have been like but that's why I'm bringing them back because y'all season them. Yeah, definitely. That's how Nick would have been. Yeah. And then it was, she would have looked at you. And I like, don't give two fucks. She would have looked at you with an attitude like, who you think, who do you think you're talking and to? And I would have been girl? looking at her like, <laughs> y'all can't see me, but I would have gave her, it's like I would have reciprocated yeah. that. Like, why are you asking me these dumb ass questions? Yeah. Why would I bring back seafood that I season and say they too salty? Yeah, like, see, Nick, she not like me. Nick Nick will probably get rude with an adult if they're being rude with her. She will be, like, get him that same energy. Me, I will kind of be like, you know something, let me, let me remove myself from this environment. But it's crazy. Like, I know some people hearing this, they probably are, some of them are probably shocked because they know that you have the power to go off. Yeah, but <laughs> like, then I don't think they're shocked because, you know, I have spoken on before, like, how I don't give my energy to certain people or, you know, it's like, it's just certain shit. Like, if it's not impacting me in a certain way, I'm not going to deal with it. Yeah. You know, and I've mentioned before about, you know, this was a long time ago when I talked about my mom about, you know, like, I'm not going to be rude. I'm I'm just not going to do it. And I think it's because, like you said, it's how I was raised. Mm -hmm. It was instilled in me. I grew up in that age of, okay, if you're away from your mama and an adult see you doing something, they could get on to you. And still tell your parents and then you get in trouble. So it was kind of like, I never, I think I only had one person to um, discipline me outside of my parents. And even though they disciplined me, I still got disciplined when I got home. So it's like, I kind of grew up in that era where they were firm. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. my mom, <laughs> she was, my mom was born in 49, y'all. So they just let y'all know right right there. Like she was born in 49 and her parents, like my grandma was not really strict with her. And I think because they didn't have a parent around, I think in their head, they felt like, okay, I'm going to be there for my kids. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Because my, my mom, they grew up like with their siblings trying to survive in the world. Yeah. 
And it's like, I think I was shielded from that because it's kind of like how your kids are shielded from it because my grandma was born around the time your mom and my grandma was like that. Like when I was a kid, she had that type of energy, but thankfully my grandma wasn't around us as much. She was around us when she was, I could feel that same strictness, that same, like I remember one time my grandma had got mad. Like I went outside real quick, like just real quick to to holler at the homies and my hair was all over my head. Before I knew it, like I had my my face turned to talk, turn uh, facing them, talking to them, and she ran outside. My mama was at work. She ran outside, grabbed my little messy ass ponytail, and was shaking it. She was like, "Why are you coming outside looking like this? You need to go in the house and do your hair." Yeah. And um, it was so embarrassing in front yeah. of all those people. And then later, when my mom came home and she found out what happened. She actually got onto my grandma. It got to it got so bad that eventually grandma ended up having to move out because she was living with us for a little while, mm-hmm. and she actually had to end up and move out. Like grandma was the type, like whenever she would come visit us, like when she visited us one time, she saw we was using a dishwasher. She was like, "Oh, only lazy people use dishwashers. You need to, you know, clean this shit with your hand." Like she was so freaking strict. See, that's how my mom was. We had a dish. <laughs> yeah, this is so funny. Um, I think Nick is the only person that I ever really told this. Um, but we had a dishwasher, and my mom did not use the dishwasher. But what she used to do, <laughs> y'all, it was certain stuff like she would hide in the dishwasher. I guess back then, if somebody probably would have broke in or if somebody was looking for something, they wouldn't have thought to look in the dishwasher. So, my mom used that shit as, like, a safe box, almost. Mm. She didn't, and she didn't believe in using dishwashers. Yeah, so that's, like, that was a long line my grandma. But I think because my mom, who was the baby of the family, like, the baby girl of the family, she didn't get it as much. Because, you know, the babies, they never really get it as much. And then when she had her kids, yeah, she was probably a little bit more relaxed than some people would like to for her to bend, you know, with certain things. But uh, as far as that strict shit, she wasn't like that with yeah, me and my little see, sister. Yeah, see, that's how I am. Like, yeah, I don't have a relationship with my mom, but if I did have a relationship with my mom, she wouldn't be able to do that with my kids. Exactly. Like, you, I would not let my mom chastise yeah. my kids. Yeah. And my mom was... because of shit that I went through growing up. And my mom was the shield between me and my grandma. So yeah. that's why I didn't get it as hard with my grandma. But I know what you're talking about because yeah. I've seen a little bit of it. Yeah. And I was like, I could not imagine. You know how some kids where something happened to their parents and they end up having to be raised by the grandma? Mm -hmm. Then maybe I would have been a little bit more like that. Yeah. Maybe my confidence come from, you know, being raised by my moms. Mm -hmm. But um, speaking of abusive relationships... This is how I'm segueing into the next thing. I think we, I I realize more and more that we may be in a very, no, that we are in a very toxic relationship with our country. Um, I ran into this video. I want to play it and um, get your thoughts on it and uh, let y'all hear it too. Mm. Let's see. Let me pull it on up, y'all. You know, I am starting to feel, you know, some type of way. This is my backup account. Well, some type of way about what? <laughs> it's just like, I, I don't know if it's now it's that I'm older. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's now that I'm older that I'm kind of like, hmm, I'm seeing things for what it is. Or if it's just like, you know, our government kind of 
Yeah, no. I don't trust they ass. It's like I feel like that. It's like you could just see the greed. And it's like the more and more. That's why I said it's really in your best interest. Who's ever listening to us? It's in your best interest to have as much integrity as possible. Because people are getting exposed left to right. Yeah. Any people who got you notice if if you don't believe me. Pay attention. Look around you. Look at all these people getting exposed. It's happening for a reason. People may say it's because we're now entering the age of Aquarius. We're no longer in the age of Pisces where things are being exposed. People are having to do shadow work, shit like that. Whatever the case may be. Or people may say it's because we now have the internet. We got cameras in cracks and crevices, microphones in cracks and crevices of the world. So things you do, you never know. Like we saw a video today. Well, we saw this little young 18-year-old girl uh, taking her baby. She put it in a, put him in a trash can, a umbil- umbilical cord, cord still attached to the baby, and and threw him in a in the dumpster like a like a like trash. Yeah, and it was bag, caught on camera. Yeah, had the bag tied up like trash and everything. Yeah, and then luckily some homeless people just so happened to be dumpster diving, you know, during that same day. And they was able to get the baby out the trash bag. The woman who was with them, her maternal instincts kicked in. And she was able to cuddle the baby. And um, and they actually said when they heard it, they was like they thought it was a cat. Yeah. So they ended up pulling the bag out. And they were shocked when they saw a baby was in there. Yeah. And that camera, it caught the mom on camera throwing the baby. And it's like. Yeah. When I say the same way how we go to the trash and throw our stuff yes. away. That's exactly She didn't what try to gently did. sit it in there and then she threw well, but why would she if she throwing a whole baby she away? She tossed it up she in the air. She just tossed it in the air, y'all. And it made me sad because I was thinking about how we just throw stuff in there. Imagine if people was going to that trash, just throwing stuff on top of that. Somebody could have Yeah. Uh, and by the time the truck came, girl, lifted up that dumpster girl, and the baby dumping in there. I told Nick, I said, This is so sad, but sweet at the same time it's like it made both of us like tear up yeah. have an emotional moment yeah. to see that it was it was rough to see that yeah um but okay here's the video so here's a quick fire round of things that are weird about the united states educational scholarships being a big deal is weird education is normally free or heavily subsidized in the developed world needing to do taxes if you're an employee is weird your politicians are bribed by the accounting industry to make your taxes difficult having health care through an employer is weird so is doctors needing to argue with private companies for you to get what you're prescribed liking guns is weird they never come up in conversations and it's rare to even see police with them um having military recruiters in school is weird it's especially weird that the biggest incentives to join the military are healthcare and affordable education which are just considered human rights in normal countries not getting guaranteed vacation days is weird 20 to 40 days a year is the norm needing to post bail if you're not a threat to the public is weird it shouldn't be a crime to be poor so it's like when you hear shit like that that's why people say that it's very important for you to travel outside of your home country. Yeah. So you can just broaden your perspective on life and just see how things are not the same where you're living. And like to hear some of that shit, thinking about student loan debt. Like we trying to get this man or somebody, the government, whoever, to forgive our student loan debt. Or how, what else was he saying? 
uh, talking about the guns. How guns are not nor- like how people are so caught up on guns because we we fear for our life. Yeah, sick leave. That's so true. Like a lot of that stuff. Yeah, they said vacation days in a year, twenty to forty days. Like, and we be begging for damn about how many? About nine of them hoes. No, I think I've been at a job one time. I think when I was there when I first started. They gave me like, was it like a week or something? It was either five to seven days. It wasn't a lot. Mm-mm. And that's why I was like, every now and then, Carla will notice me try to throw out little signs like, hey, let's go ahead and let's check out this different country. Let's just see like how we like it. Let's see how we like the vibe. And, um, but then when I say it's an abusive relationship, you have all your family here. And then, you know, have you ever experienced homesickness? I remember when I first left, well, not when I first, but when I moved from St. Louis down to Georgia, like I, it was such a deep homesickness inside of me from being down there. (laughs) I've never experienced that. I think I never experienced that because I didn't have a good, you know, foundation with my family. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of like when I left, I left exploring the world on my own mm. you know you know you make a good point yeah because when i left uh st louis the second time like after i graduated high school and i went down to college i bur- you could barely pay me to go back home <laughs> because i was exploring and i was on my own and i was enjoying it so yeah. i wonder what that's about i don't know i've never experienced that it's like my niece um she had moments where I think when she first left, uh-huh. she was homesick. I don't know if she get as homesick now. Um, I think she still had her moments, but yeah, I never experienced that homesickness. Um, but I, I do. I think it's interesting because this is the second time that I've heard that this week about um, college used to be free. It was something else. Yeah, I was like, um, they that just they I didn't... listened to, and they said they didn't pay for college, and I was just like, Ugh. it's kind of. It's like, don't get me wrong, y'all. I know the world is expanding, and I know they the way that they have us conditioned it's like okay we have to be able to do this in order for us to in order for us to survive we have to make changes and do this but it's just like i said oh because i end up finding out that my mom did a little bit of college and i didn't even know that Mm -hmm. and it's probably because she was back in that time where college was free yeah like they said they didn't really start charging for college till like 1960 if i'm not mistaken yeah and i was just (laughs) like what like maybe around the time where all the minorities really started going to school they're like oh no we're gonna have to charge this shit and it was it was something else um on that video where it was saying something was free i can't remember what it was but i was just like dang i was like what the hell is really going on it's just a way it's like the system to to hold certain people back or so everybody can't hit to that finish line at the same time or some shit like that because it's like i feel like i've been manipulated we have girl and even down to our food like you go to mexico like i've been seeing we've been seeing like videos online that's why i'm so thankful for the internet because you get to see so much more like when you we used to think about mexico we used to think about 
just a lot of bad things. I know. I used to think I was gonna get kidnapped. If yeah, I, went. I mean, not saying it can't happen, but what no. I'm saying, you should, you can get kidnapped in the <laughs> anyway, U.S. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, we're seeing video surface now of a lot of black people that have moved to uh, Mexico, um, and they it's like they show they'll show their surroundings, they'll show how cheap the rent is, they'll show how fresh the food is, they'll show just how it's so much different. Now, I can't necessarily speak on if it's better. That's why I always tell Carla, like, or suggest to Carla, like, maybe we can visit a country. Like, the country that I really like the thought of is Portugal. And it's a shame they have me scared to go to my own, like, to go to Africa. You know what I'm saying? They got me scared Mm -hmm. to go to certain parts of Africa because of my sexual orientation. But it probably, like, if I actually got there, it might not even be as bad as as they have programmed me to think that it is. I know, especially South Africa. But it's like, I, I just... Well, I do know that, well, like you said, I think it is certain parts. Because yeah. we've seen people yeah. that had left Africa, came over here yeah. because maybe they wanted to transition. And, you know, like, they wanted to change their sex or something. Yeah. And they talked about how it's not allowed. Yeah. So. And, you know, you always hear that saying where it says the grass is never greener on the other side. But shit, maybe that I, th- I still think it's good and healthy to visit other countries yeah. just to experience it, just to see, because you never know. Like maybe the shit that you deal with over there, maybe it's not as bad as it is over here. I think we are used to operating under high stress levels. Mm-hmm. I really do. I think we've been conditioned to yeah. do that. Yeah, I think our bodies are like they could be like we may later find out our bodies are highly stressed but because this is just all we know we deal with it mm-hmm. but if anyone from a different country came here and tried to figure it out try to fit in they'll probably they'll probably leave they'll probably run back what they tell between their uh, damn legs they probably wouldn't like it they probably wouldn't because it's certain things that i know we deal with especially after hearing that gentleman speak i'm like what just think about all the that uh that how much it costs for Sierra's college that she just, she just went four years to Tuskegee university, which is a very expensive college. I know it was so much to when she was talking about going to grad school. I said, well, honey, I hope you are ready to pay for it. Cause <laughs> yes. I ain't paying for that no more. Yes. So it's like, it's just so many just things that be going on. We have trust issues. Like, um, it's, um, I saw another video, uh, Walmart where they actually have a lawsuit. Mm. Um, actually, I think you're the one who sent me that video. No, uh, did I? Yeah, I think you did. Oh, yeah. I think I did because it, it it made me think of that situation with Graham. Yeah, like it was a lady who um she actually went to Walmart and um she they accused her of stealing. She walked out and um and they called her into that back room, which I'm familiar with the back room. I've been back there before, unfortunately. Mm. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah, you know, I've been back there, but it taught me a very good lesson. <laughs> but they uh they was they accused her of stealing. She was like, surely they're gonna know this was a mistake. And they still accused her of stealing and um she was able to file a lawsuit, I think for a good amount of money. But it like Carla said, it made us think about Graham's situation. Graham's is a YouTuber who is currently in a lot of heat because she not she cheated on her uh fiance, but not it's it's not necessarily the fact that she cheated on her fiance. I mean, that's fucked up in itself. It's just the fact that it's the way she played it out after the fact. Like it took her forever to 
admit to it she lied about it so you can see different videos of her lying about it. so she's always lying and talking in circles and trying to be very manipulative i'm like surely she's not trying to gaslight hundreds of thousands or thousands of people because we it's just too many yeah. um and so people are like calling her out and you know putting her holding her feet to the fire but uh she had a situation what happened with her situation because i don't um, know so you know she was taking back some cat litter or something she had got the wrong one mm -hmm. and she had her receipt and i guess she went to customer service they sent her to get what she was supposed to get and before she could make it back up there they accused her of stealing mm. So. And that's why I was like, shit, maybe she was right. Maybe, maybe it's like, it's hard to damn believe her because she, uh, she be you know, lying, she be lying the so much. Thing, yeah. You know? It's like, I never seen somebody lie so much in my life. Ugh. Yeah. But it's crazy the other day. Cause I think somebody actually put something in the comments saying that she ended up having a settlement too from that whole Walmart thing. And I wonder how much she getting. Honey, they probably got over on her compared to this um, woman that had a lawyer. I don't know how her situation played out. I don't know if Grams got her a lawyer, mm -hmm. if she fought it, or if it was just something where they was like, look, we're going to, what do they call it? Like, um, when they make an agreement, mm -hmm. what is it called? <clears throat> a settlement. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they did a settlement with her where it wouldn't go to court. I probably would have been like, hell no, I'm going to take y'all for everything. I can take y'all ass for y'all ass. No, y'all was wrong. <laughs> okay, yeah. So we usually like to uh, do um, read emails. As a matter of fact, if you um, want to seek out any advice, but you don't want to book us like one-on-one, -on -one, like have a private session, then we have people write in to us via email. Give us a description, uh, hopefully a detailed description of what's going on in your life and um we'll speak on it based off of the information we have at hand um so if you want to actually write in to get some advice from us then you can visit our website www.nickandcarla.com and you can actually write in your situation and we'll speak on your situation as well we'll leave you anonymous and all that good stuff but we're going to read off this email before we end the podcast now i do want to take a time to shout out our sponsor Ikeen pierre um, Akeem Pierre has amazing herbs. Like, it's it's legit. Like, you know, you have some people out here that have what they call fake sea moss, where they'll take, like, sea moss and, I think, put it in a tub or something and sprinkle salt over or some shit like that. Like, I'm telling you, people... Oh, yeah, I have heard that about putting it in fish tanks and having, yeah. like, a little machine or something that move it around. <laughs> I've heard some crazy stories. yeah. So, um, his stuff is legit when we, we use his herbs. That's where we get our herbs from. And, um, you can tell it's potent. He has really good energy. So if you actually visit his website, Akeem Pierre, and you use our discount code, Nick and Carla, you get a percentage off. Now it was supposed to drop from 20 to 10%. So you may go there and it only 10%. But right now, for some reason in my system, I don't know if it's the weekend, um, it's still showing 20%. But anyways, you still get a discount. So definitely go and, um, and check them out. Try to get into holistic healing, you know, try to get into the ways. Cause my thought process is these bodies, these meat suits, whatever you want to call them, these temporary bodies that we're living in, they come from this planet, from mother earth. 
So why wouldn't it make sense that we use the shit that comes from Mother Earth to maintain these bodies and to heal these bodies? You know what I'm saying? So pretty much anything you would need like pills for or on his website, you have herbs um, that correlate with that, with, with your situation, with your symptoms. And really all we do is we use the herbs to help aid the body or assist the body in, in it healing itself. So definitely go to the website, use our discount code Nick and Carla and get your herbs from Akeem Pierre. Okay, let's get into this email before we uh, go ahead and close it on out. Now, uh, let's see the age. Uh, she is 31 years old. Zodiac sign. She did say she is a Capricorn. Hey, shout out to the Capricorns. We're in Capricorn season. <laughs> y'all been showing up. I've been seeing y'all, you know, do a little something, something for, you, for your birthday season. I see you. I see you. <laughs> okay, so let's see. It says, hi, guys. I need some advice, and I feel like you guys can help. I have a cousin that I have been close with for a long, long time. We used to talk on the phone and do things together. I noticed she used to copy me a lot. Everything I did, she did. Growing up, I have always wanted to be a nurse. When we were younger, I asked her what were her goals, and she told me she wanted to do business administration. I always talked about getting my driver's license, my first car, and moving out when we were younger. Ever since I told her my goals, it seemed like she wanted to beat me to it. She never had a life of her own, and she was always jealous. Years down the road, she went to school and got her nursing degree. I was happy for her even though I haven't gotten mine yet. We had times we wasn't getting along and split up for a couple years. In between those times, I went back to school, moved out of the state, and living my best life. Like I said about them Capricorns, y'all, they always be off doing their own thing. <laughs> <laughs> I reached out to her a couple months ago, and we were back talking again. She's talking to a guy that I hooked her up with when we were younger. She's back in school to get a higher degree, and seems like she's doing well. Now that we are back talking again, everything seemed fine until she started being flaky again. If I am happy or talking about what's been good in my life, she gets quiet. I know she's a private person, but she makes the conversation boring because she keeps things to herself. Seems to me she's being flaky again. I feel so angry that I even bothered talking to her again. I feel like she's been living my dreams and sucking the life out of me. I feel like she took something from me. It doesn't feel good at all. She's my cousin and I love her like my sister. Why does she act this way? What can I do to stop feeling like she took something from me? Sounds weird, but that's how I feel. She's 29 and I'm 31. Very interesting <coughs> scenario. This is very interesting. Okay. Mm -hmm. So first, I guess the very first thing I want to say, y'all, um, 
Stop telling your dreams to everybody. Yeah, that part. Stop telling your dreams. I don't even care if it's family. It's like sometimes you can't even tell your dreams to family because if you don't do what you said you was going to do, mm-hmm. they'll be like, well, I, I thought you said you was going to do this. Now you're trying <laughs> to do this. So it's like you even have to be careful about telling your dreams to family. Mm-hmm. Um, I absolutely don't see anything wrong with um, when her cousin, you know, because sometimes when you are having those conversations about, okay, so what is it that you want to do? Maybe you could have been like um, that inspiration mm-hmm. that your cousin needed to help push her to where she went with getting her degree. Or you never know, maybe something happened in her life and maybe she looked at that field and she felt like, you know something, I can be used in this field. Mm -hmm. And she just decided to do it. And you planting that seed could have helped her be like, you know, I know that I would be good at this. Or maybe it wasn't even you planting the seed. It could have just been her and her heart seeing something and was like, this is what I want to do. Now... Um, if you listening to this, um, Miss Capricorn, <laughs> um, okay, so I'm going to say this and I want you to be open to what I'm saying. I think like when you explain it's weird, I don't think it's weird. I like the fact that you are able to come to terms and say, I feel like she robbed me of my life. Because that's part of the work that you are doing so far. This is part of the journey that you have to go on. Um, So it's the fact of acknowledgement. You're acknowledging that you're feeling this way. And you can verbally actually say it. You can type it on this email and say, this is how I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. Now, the second part of this is, that is your shadow. And you have some shadow work that you need to do. Bingo. I feel like even though you're saying that your cousin was jealous of you, and maybe at some point she was, I don't know, because we're not hearing the cousin side. But just reading what you wrote in, it now seems like the roles have reversed. And you're jealous of your cousin. And maybe because she set out and and maybe it's some things that you're still working on i'm not sure if you finally got your degree or if that's something that you really wanted to do and you wanted to present that to y'all family first and she took that from you you can still do it if you if your heart is still there but i feel like um there's some shadow work shadow work that you need to do to um come to the recognition that you are now jealous of your cousin what do you think babe i agree and it's like you it's like it's almost like they may have moments where it's going back and forth um like even notice um how when she said i went back to school moved out of state and living my best life i reached out to her a couple months ago so it's like once you got to a point to where you were living your best life oh now let me reach out to her but would you have reached out to her if you were still in like a situation that you were not as proud of? You know what I'm saying? And now you're able, like you sit and you talk to her about all the amazing things that's going on in your life. And she gets quiet. 
and we don't know how she feels about you yeah and, and she could have it's like because we don't know how she feel about you she could have she's probably to the point where she feel whatever that discord is that yeah. was going on with she you feel all. It too. so she's not as open now yeah it's like whatever is being presented she's she accepts it for what it is but she's not willing to dive deeper because she know that you all have not talked before and she's not willing to take the risk when situations are like that mm-hmm. it's like you have to establish some trust something that shows them okay like i'm in this this is not gonna happen again for all you know it's like subconsciously maybe your cousin know that you're jealous of her a little bit you yeah. know and maybe she's feeling that yeah so i think i'm not sure if you all have had the conversation maybe when you all bumped heads it came up in a negative way if you all ever talked about it and maybe that's something that needs to be discussed yeah. if you want to get that relationship back like it is but some people are just not open i know i'm i'm like that it's like I have to really be in a mood where I want to talk about it but for the most part I let people talk to me unless it's something that I can relate to it's like I just sit back and I kind of observe people and let them talk yeah and it's like you know I can relate like based off her age like we're all around the same age and I keep thinking that um us this generation us millennials we have such fragile egos so like even when how carla is how she'll say shit straight that she's a straight shooter she's not sugarcoating it and sometimes when you hear that shit that shit can sting so when carla said maybe you're jealous of her if it stung in any type of way if it made you feel any type of way in any way or if you're in denial if you like oh hell no this bitch don't know what she talking about that is what you need to investigate yeah because that when once you can focus on that piece that is how you grow and i'm speaking from experience yeah yeah it's like the way that you grow if something is making you feel like why is this making me angry yeah why is this why don't i like this why is this irritating me why i feel like i want to slap this hoe (laughs) that is what you need to actually sit down and be like why do i feel like this and if you sit down and do it you'll be like because she get on my motherfucking nerves no okay no you uh, this is how you start breaking it down you be like she getting on my motherfucking nerves and then you have to ask yourself but why is she getting on your nerves she getting on my nerves because she always running her motherfucking mouth okay but what is she running her mouth about this bitch always bragging about da 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 (laughs) okay so why does it bother you that she's bragging about da 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 because i ain't where i want to be in life (laughs) (laughs) you know or it can be like because that bitch thinks she all that okay but why do you think she's all that and you need to go back to that question yes it's like that's how you start doing shadow work when something pissing you off irritating you in some type of way you really need to sit down and figure it out i'm telling you now this example that carla just gave that is how you do it that's very powerful that right there is how you do it 
start asking your once you become aware of something you can fix it so once you become aware of whatever it is start asking those questions until you get to the root of it and you have to be honest with yourself because really what boy what it boils down to is when you're having a feeling about it it's something in you mm-hmm. and sometimes they help to write it out mm-hmm. but you have to keep on going until you actually figure out but why does that bother you yes why yes. okay so they on a high horse why does it bother you it bothered me because i wish i could be doing that yeah. or i want to be able to do blah 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 like with your cousin we're gonna do it with you so why did it bother you that your cousin end up going to get her nursing degree because i said i wanted my nursing degree okay so did you get your nursing degree not yet but she got hugs okay so is that still something that you want to do yes but it's hard oh you see what i'm saying (laughs) right so why is it hard i don't care it's like that's what you have to do you have to literally just go down and then like even with you saying oh she ain't trying to have conversation Okay, so why is that bothering you that your cousin is not open and talking? Because I want to know what this bitch doing. <laughs> well, why do you want to know what she doing? So I can see if so she's doing... So I can doing... be her to the front Right, anything like, like that. And we're laughing, y'all, yeah. but it's so serious. At one point, me and Nick, we had to do this same stuff. Yes. And what's crazy is when we were doing it back then, we didn't know it was called Shadow Yeah, work. we didn't. You know, and I think I actually went through my phase before I met Nick. Yeah. And I even have moments now, like if somebody irritate me, I'd be like, Carla, why are you irritated about them? Yeah. And then I'll be like, I just, I just have to go down, especially like y'all, if it's something in the comment... And if it's something, I'll be like, why did that irritate me? And then I'll be like, yep. Mm, I'd be like, they just popping their shit the same way you popping yep. your shit. Yep. And I'm like, that's true. And I'm like, did they say something to offend you? No, they didn't say anything to offend me. So then I'd be like, I'm going to let that shit go. Like, yeah, it'd be so easy for me to do it now. Yeah. Now, not saying that I'm perfect Mm -hmm. because I still have days where if somebody come in and I feel like, and again, this is still my ego. If somebody come in, as a matter of fact, we had a situation just a little while ago. And if somebody come in and I feel like, okay, I say something that I feel like I'm happy about. And somebody try to come in and downplay me. And I feel the need to go back and say something. It's like, that's my ego. Why do I feel the need to explain something to them? They don't pay my bills. They don't know my life. This is somebody that simply watch me. That are entertained by me. So why am I getting upset? Because is that going to stop them from watching me? No. But if I pop off on them. Will they kind of put a discord in the relationship that we have? It will. And is it worth it? No. So I let that shit go. Yeah. So overall, more and more, like me, I get to a point where I can let it go. Now, I can tell you now I'm still a work in progress. (laughs) Somebody say some shit that I don't like. I do be ready to pop off. Um, But it's like the more and more I sit back and observe Carla, I be like, wow, this woman is so dope. Like, I just love the way she operates. But, um... 
What other thing I wanted to say, like one of the most powerful things that I've gained from listening to Abraham Hicks, we often speak about Abraham Hicks, is our emotions and how to use our emotions as a tool, as as a guide, like a compass to 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 get us through life to the things that we want. And a lot of people, they may not like negative emotions like fear, anger um, and all that. But really, that's very beneficial because anytime you feel those emotions, you should investigate it. You should try to get to the root of why you're feeling that way. Because if you can get to the root of why you're feeling that way, you can check it every time. Like, for example, now since we've told this to you, if you are going to be not stubborn and willing to do this shadow work, every time you have that moment of jealousy or insecurity or whatever it is, check it try to question it like shine a light on that shadow by asking questions Mm -hmm. and get to the root of it and once you can understand it then you can move on about your business and you can check it even more as you go through your life and you'll get better and it'll get faster Mm -hmm. and you won't be as toxic because that's really what it can can boil down to you being toxic yeah and um probably the reason they bumped heads and stopped talking it could be that yeah yeah and it's kind of like uh like i i can kind of relate to your situation because me i'm a very creative person and when i start really getting into the youtube game and started getting attention the things that i would do like in our little world of youtube i would notice other people doing those same things in the beginning i would feel some type of way but then after that, I was like, why? You know, we're all like, surely you've been inspired by someone. You've seen something somewhere and you've applied it to your your art. Mm-hmm. It's like we're all a collective. We're all working together to try to move forward in this world. So if something that I've done inspired somebody else so that they can move for- further in life, because y'all's story is not the same. Like you can become a nurse. She can become a nurse. But it can look completely different for the both of y'all. And mm-hmm. both of y'all can be successful. So if it if you inspired um her to become to do something to better her life, that's something you should feel good about. Mm-hmm. And then always remember this. If you are the person the of uh, the the master plan or, or the master of of this plan if you're the one who's always leading and coming up with the ideas anybody else behind you they're always the ones following so you're always ahead in the sense i mean you can think of it in that way if that's how your ego needs to to um to do it if that's what your ego needs to get through it Mm -hmm. because that's another way that i had to do like again these fragile egos that we have i'm like man well if i'm the one creatively that's being innovative with a lot of these ideas then i'm the one always ahead of the game these people gotta wait on me to come up with some shit Mm -hmm. but it's that's really not even the case either you really don't have to think in that way but some people need that to help get through it whatever you need but it's like it's definitely beneficial to do that shadow work yeah. Um, because the thing is, this is this is the benefit of doing the shadow work. Just imagine you're bouncing around, funking up. Like f- when I say funking up, like whatever toxic traits, whatever shadows you may have gained from your childhood, you're bouncing around the world and you're doing shit that you're not aware of. Mm-hmm. You may not know that other people know or they see it or they sense it or they feel it or they talk about it behind your back. But it's like, wouldn't it be great if I can just go ahead and try to kind of 
clean it up a little bit so i'm not funking around in the world and people just seeing that shit people who's who's way outside of it they can see it yeah like this girl got a jealous spirit this girl is toxic you know, mm-hmm. this girl, people can see that shit. They sure can. And they can feel it. <laughs> they can feel it. Yeah. And you don't know how sensitive your cousin is to it. Yeah. And the thing <sighs> is, it's a beautiful thing when um, you yourself, when you can see the change in yourself. Yes. But then not only that, when other people can see the change in you. Yes. Um, Because they'll start saying, it's something different about you. Yeah. They'll be like, you're you're different from how you used to be. So, um, but it's it's even better on your end of the spectrum when you can see the growth that you've done. Yes. And the thing, so to sum this up, like, again, no one knows who you are. Yeah. We don't know who you are. Your cousin don't know you sent it in. So... You have all the time you need to do the work that you need to do. And it's just sit down and try to figure it out. It's like if you got whatever going on with you, um, like you say, you live in your best life. So it sounds like that's something positive that's going on for you right now. Really work on your shadow because that shadow, those things, it can cause like negative things to happen to you or for you to attract a certain type of person in your life with you having that negative energy and y'all just going to be around here being negative together. And because y'all don't call each other on it or y'all not aware of it, Mm -hmm. y'all can start impacting multiple people. But if you do the work that you need to do to correct that, then you can attract other people that are like that and it will help boost you and right push you further in life so nobody wants to be around somebody that's sucking the life out of them yeah but people tend to want to be around people that have good energy yeah i tell carla all the time like my life would probably be completely different like this positive being that i am spreading love and light and all that like Seven years ago, when I when Carla came into my life and my mentor came into my life, shout out to Genesis. If they wouldn't have made me face the type of shadows that I had to face, I wouldn't be, you would not be hearing my voice right now. Like my life is, whew, it's like a, a dream. Like I have moments, I used to have moments a lot where I would have to pinch myself. Even back when I was driving trucks. Like I always made the best out of everything, but, but Carla, I know you see the difference. Like, yeah, that, that those toxic traits that I had, it's like, but the thing is the, it's something to have someone to come in your life and shine a light on those shadows, but it's, but that's not all of it. Cause you still have to do the work. Yeah. You still got to, because at first you may feel yourself wanting to fight it. Like, man, fuck what they saying. I don't know what they talking about. Maybe they need to hear the whole story or nah, I don't know what they, they don't know what they talking about. This ain't me. That ain't me. That ain't me. But it's like, maybe it is. Yeah. I bet you, <laughs> if you ask your cousin, she might tell you something. Or maybe she's not bold enough to tell you, but if maybe your cousin may be talking about it to somebody else. Yeah. Or maybe you can <laughs> ask somebody or. If if your temper too bad, they're going to be like, I don't know why she asking me this because she is not ready for this motherfucking answer. And that's the shit I be talking about. Like, 
you can have like me i had so i used to hang around with so many different people like i had a lot of friends at one point but none of them none of the words none of the interactions really stick out because they never were really bold enough to tell me shit i needed to hear this man this grown-ass man who was not my friend told me shit that hurt but that shit helped me grow my wife was bold enough to tell me shit that stung like a motherfucker but it helped me it helped me change my life those are the if you can find somebody in your life that can do that for you i'm telling you that is how you climb out of your own matrix your own jail cell because we all got toxic shit that we have picked up or accumulated from our childhood yeah and until you do that shadow work you're going to remain at a certain frequency frequency and you're going to be attracting people along that same frequency that's going to help with keeping you there Mm -hmm. that's why you hear a lot of people say hang around millionaires or hang around people who are above you you're doing that so you can fucking take their energy and come up to their level that's what you're trying to do yeah that's true (laughs) you're trying to vibrate at their level but the way you do it is by being around people like that but you don't necessarily i think now with the internet and shit you don't necessarily have to be around them like that even if you got to be alone and listen to a lot of high vibrational people do whatever you got to do but you also got to do that shadow work yeah that's how you grow Mm -hmm. that's how you change your life man i want to thank you for sending that email in yeah you know because like i said just the the words that you use and the fact that you was able to explain it and say you know this may sound weird like i said that's that's the first step and that to be honest that doesn't sound weird and how you say you love her like a sister a lot of sisters have that weird type of competitive relationship and y'all are really close in age Mm -hmm. so that's not weird at all but the fact that you were bold enough to write it out and explain it the way that you did in such detail where we can kind of pull from certain things and be like suggest like hmm, maybe you're the one jealous too you know maybe you got jealousy issues <laughs> you know what i'm saying it ain't nothing wrong with that like a lot of us we we yeah, deal with hell, i'd have been jealous before Same. i told nick it was one point i was jealous because as i mentioned earlier and maybe i don't even know if it's worth doing a story time you know y'all have heard me say i don't have a relationship with my mom yes my mom is still living but um me my sister nor my brother so it's not just okay it must be y'all relationship all of my siblings none of us talked to our mom and it's simply because my mom made the decision that she wanted to live her life so um i forgot what point i was getting ready to make (laughs) um jealousy jealousy was your mom jealous no my mom was not jealous lord i done forgot trying to give y'all the backstory (laughs) it's okay (laughs) thankfully we don't smoke no more honey Girl, I know, right? But they say it kills your brain cells. <laughs> I don't know how true it is, that's but baby, I'm glad I know. He, that's what he said in the movie. It kills your brain cells. <laughs> Honey, that brain cell, boop. Yes, but I think that was actually a really good conversation because it's going to be some a lot of people to gain a lot of stuff out of this one. Mm-hmm. I, I think so. Yeah, that's why I said I want to just thank her for sending it in mm-hmm. because not only... um 
are you helping yourself to move to the next step it's somebody else that needed to understand what shadow work was and that's why we broke it down the way we yes that example that you gave like the questionnaire that you need to ask yourself that shit was like bomb yeah i was like wow yeah. But um, yes, and remember, if you want to uh, get any type of advice or send in a story of, of what's going on in your life, a current scenario you're in, write us. Um, go to our website, nickandcarla.com. We'll check it out and we'll pop our shit in it. Or if you need more attention, you can book a private one-on-one session with us. All that information is also on our website. Yep, yep. All right. Well, thank you all for tuning in with us. <laughs> hey. We really, we, we really enjoyed it. We hope to catch y'all next time. Okay, y'all. So real quick, I just wanted to finish up that story. So what I was saying is I used to be jealous um, because I didn't have a relationship with my mom. When I got around other young ladies in the world and I saw them talking to their moms and just having a beautiful relationship what looked like in my eyes. It was like they were girlfriends and I was getting jealous. I was getting angry. I was frustrated, furious, all of those words. And I prayed and I was like, God, you know, I know that I'm not supposed to be jealous. I was like, please relieve me of this. And um, I just continued to pray about it. And then it actually just got better. It's like now when I see people having that relationship with their parents, I think it's a beautiful thing. And I just learned that even though my mom made the decision that she just wanted to go out and she didn't want to be responsible anymore. I was like, it's her loss because look at how many beautiful souls I get to touch, you know, and run into different other females. That's my mom age and they can appreciate me. So it's like, that's why I say it's important to do that shadow work because you will realize like some of the beautiful things that can actually transpire in your life or just see yourself develop. And I think it's dope how like everything plays out because look at the beautiful relationship you have with your daughter. Like, you yeah. have one of the dopest relationships I've ever witnessed. Yeah. And it's like, it, this is another thing that I thought about when you was talking. It's like, I know in the beginning you didn't want to have kids. I didn't. But maybe that was a part of your healing journey. Maybe like God, like I, you look. I know you don't want to have kids, but trust me on this. Trust oh me. wow, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I did because I was, I was like, uh, uh-uh. uh. I was like, I don't want to have kids. I knew I had a bad relationship with my mom. I knew our upbringing was bad, and I was like, I don't want to put a child through that. I was like, I don't know what type of parent I'm gonna end up being. Yeah. And you turned out being. Look at me now. Yes. Hey, look at me now. Hey. (laughs) And and the thing also, like with me and me dealing with jealousy, like the world that I'm in, like y'all see what I do, the social media shit. You can get lost in jealousy really quick, especially when you are trying to build something, trying to build a brand. And then you look at other people who may be moving faster than you or they get bigger than you or maybe you see them bite off your style and they blow up off of it. You know, you can go through a lot of like jealousy things that you have to work through. And I had to work through shit like that. Yeah. And it's like I used to be jealous about certain people, but it's like when I begin to just focus on myself and remember, like, I'm not in competition with anyone. I'm just trying to be a better me every day. Yeah, I'm just trying to be a better me than what I was last 
last yesterday or or last week or last year yeah. and it's like when i got to that point when i was able to focus on that it's like i've have fell in love with the way my journey looks and i can only imagine the people who may look at our life look at our relationship look at our uh what we got going on they like man i, I want to do what what they doing but it's like use it as inspiration like use our life use our relationship as inspiration but don't get so caught up in trying to duplicate what we're doing like yeah, really because it may not be the same or your shit might end up looking better than ours yeah you could actually <laughs> like up, what if you hold yourself back right you can hold yourself back trying to trying to do what we're doing yeah so it's like just learn to fall in love with your own journey don't get caught up in what other people doing you can use what other people doing as inspiration but it ain't got to look the same no or you don't have to feel some type of way if you feel like oh they they blowing up faster than me oh shit it's like it is what it is because when you have your moment that shit's gonna be lit especially when it's your moment and another thing too when you really develop your own style or develop who you are you cannot be duplicated it cannot Mm -hmm. people will try but it can't be duplicated yeah all right All right, y'all, we gone for real this time. (laughs) (laughs) All right, y'all. Peace.